Hey everybody, welcome to episode 36 of Founders Gyan. Thanks for tuning in. Each week we bring you the inspiring story of a startup and the founder behind it. This week we have another great guest on the show. He is Mr. Anshuman Mishra, the co-founder of mercadoedu.org. That is M E R C A D E O E D U.org. Mercadio is a Spanish word that means marketing. and this platform is trying to educate professionals and students on marketing they want to create certificates for marketing that is equivalent to say a cfp certificate that you get for finance we had a great time in recording this show and hope you enjoy it do check out foundersgyan.com/ep36 for the show notes and please do share this link with your friends if you like it Also check out foundersgyan.com/top for the top listened podcasts on our platform. All right, fasten your seat belts and get ready for the drive. Anshuman, welcome to the show. I'm super excited to meet you and be chatting with you today. A quick brief on Anshuman. He is the founder and CEO of Mercadio Education that is mercadioedu.com Mercadio is an online platform for marketing certification in India we'll go into some details a little later on the show and IIT and IIM alumni Anshuman has worked in various corporates before launching Mercadio Anshuman great to meet you and thanks a lot for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your knowledge wisdom and time with our listeners thank you for agreeing to come Hey thank you Ram nice meeting you as well Uh yeah it's been an interesting journey so let's let's get into it. So Anshuman can you fill in the blanks from the intro about your journey before mercadoedu.com So I am a by training an engineer and probably by function an MBA. So post my MBA I had uh, worked with Deloitte in the US for some time and then came back to India worked as a consultant with KPMG for almost what 8 years. pre mba i was a out and out operations guy tata steel some mining consulting work so i'm a mining engineer so it it gave me a lot of perspective of life because i think operations seems to be the biggest mother of knowledge when i when i left my mba i remember very well i did not have a single finance specialization and yet i turned into a consultant and what hit me even then and what still keeps touching me is uh, we were all marketing people right we did a lot of specialization so courses in marketing and ops and when you go out into the field you realize that what's been taught to you in the books is almost 99% irrelevant at least for the first 10 years of your life that's a long time to go without any direction any clue except what you are actually doing you know, there'll always be somebody to reach out to and say hey how did you do this and there may not be somebody to tell you that either so that that's a strange thing which we thought and that's what led to the creation of mercadio okay excellent so thanks for touching on that so uh, two questions so can you explain to us a little bit more in detail of what mercadio does and uh, obviously you touched a little on the idea um, so can you elaborate a little bit more on that so mercadio in uh, spanish means marketing and we were very clear that we wanted to focus on the education which happens in the sales marketing domain right couple of things here one across the world and very specifically in developing developing countries like india marketing and sales is supposed to be i don't know inborn inherent you you are just supposed to be a salesman you are just supposed to hit the ground and sell 
whether you are selling pizzas or laptops or you know uh, whether you are selling b2b as at lenovo or whether you are selling you know soaps at png you you just supposed to know it all you just supposed to get on the ground and figure it out you have been taught a lot of frameworks in college sometimes not even that and i don't know i refuse to believe and i've seen a lot of cases which unfortunately happened that way that a lot of people actually hit the ground and figure out that what happened in college and those books has almost no relevance to what is happening real life on the ground right real life on the ground is a lot more you know spot thinking is a lot more actual people management it's a lot more actual number crunching than what you have been taught and that kind of makes or breaks your career right in the first 2 3 years if you have taken a slip it's going to take you that much longer to catch up or if you actually catch up quickly doesn't matter how many frameworks the other person has read you will be miles ahead of them in career so our focus was why don't we try and bridge this gap right so when we go to people who are now zonal managers you know maybe i don't know brand managers people who have handled a couple of brands have actually risen through the ranks in the past 10 years all of them have the same concept that was wish somebody would have told me this when i was in college or even when i was fresh out of college yeah? somebody would have told me what the ground reality is right whether i'm selling paint or whether i'm selling pizza somebody would have told me that hey this is you know the potter's five forces or the you know five c's and four p's and all of that makes zero difference you need to understand customer you need to understand the distributor and and there are ways and means of doing that if somebody would have told me this i would have been in a far better place and that's what drove us to create this okay great now for our budding founders listening out there please tell us how to come up with a winning idea see i think the latest thing going around is that a winning idea should get you a million dollars in a year flat right and i think that's a seriously crazy way to look at it budding startups i think there's a lot of uh, you know lure of easy money a lot of people come up with you know an idea and then the next thing they want to do is have a valuation and a series a some of them get lucky and trust me getting lucky in the first step does not mean that you will keep getting lucky right even a flipkart took almost 10 years of actual bleeding blood they were literally bleeding for 10 years and slogging you know everything off before they could actually start even serious investors into their company and there are millions of startups which have you know gone for years and years on bootstrapping and figured out their ways here nobody you know funded mcdonalds nobody funded a cisco when they started cisco got funded of course but not a macd right macd guy was what 56 out of a job literally and he you see where they are today right or take a look at haldiram bujia wala yaar who funded him when he came from bikaner as a you know from across the border and came to bikaner started up came back to delhi brothers broke up so when when you look at a winning idea i think the idea has to be more about the customer rather than about either the money or the investor or yourself it has to solve some genuine issue which the customer has the idea cannot be the 100th house joy <laughs> clear trip and all of that the idea cannot be the 200th copy of uh, zomato food panda xyz all of that you, you have seen examples of what happens when people do that market gets crowded things get hot investors walk out things collapse and and the, what happens is essentially there will be one or two players left who will be actually running the show you see the taxi business everybody tried to be an uber or a ola and you see where the market is today the idea essentially has to solve some genuine customer problem and please do not bother about the monetization or the valuations or how many investors you are speaking to you know how many multiple rounds of investment you have done all of that will happen if your idea makes sense 
if you have actually started rolling that idea out and another thing is our grand fixation with ideas you know while it's really lovely to see all the startup guys we have a huge fixation that you know okay i have this lovely idea after two beers everybody gets lovely ideas and, and their ideas they are as as good ideas trust me everybody thinks on saturday nights that i should be doing this and monday morning they're back in office that is where the difference comes so yeah i think you have nicely led me to the next question which is an idea is no good unless you act on it so can you tell us what are the steps we need to take once we have an idea can you walk us through the journey of idea to execution sure i think it will boil down to three four basic steps first first and foremost right find out the practicality of your idea if it was the big bang theory there is a whole episode in which they try to have an app around solving laplace and fourier transformations there will probably be five people in the world who will buy that app so you need to sell them at like what half a million each so what is the practicality of the idea that you have it might be a really good idea it might be a very grand idea first find out if it is even practical do you have a market it might be solving a situ- solution but for how many people so do you have a market for it a b once the idea is in place and you realize that okay there's some sizable number of people who will be looking at this as a solution are they the kind of people that you want to deal with so for example cell caps or even a meru caps had like 6000 caps at one time and there was a company as big as mahindra who wanted to get into that they very clearly said boss i am not in the business of handling 6000 drivers forget it even if this means becoming the next uber forget it not worth it third point how practical is it do you have the skill sets between you and your co-founders or do you need to acquire those skill sets right maybe some ideas are very very it intensive some ideas are extremely on the ground intensive right so if you are setting up something like a grofers or a big basket it becomes as strong on the ground as you will need an it an it probably takes a slightly back step whereas somebody like a very app focused thing like an uber will become very very it focused right and you will always run into trouble not with the systems but with the people always systems can be built you will build systems the fourth thing find out somebody some seed angel who will mentor you not necessarily put money into you right nobody has all the skills and experiences no team will be perfect find some senior somebody who will give you 3 4 hours a week to mentor you through some of the tough phases he may put money into it he may not put money into it but please find a mentor so i think four steps a how practical is it b how large can your audience be c how well paying or how long will it take to gestate right d do you have a mentor who will you know see you through the rough patches as well excellent now let's uh, talk about a personal question we all hear about founders uh, sacrificing uh, family time to make their ventures a success and in your case uh, i know that you work out of bangalore while your co-founders are in delhi so how do you manage to balance uh, business and personal time I think much more than time often you will hit the constraint of money as well and it always helps if the wife is working you know especially if you are at a certain age and you have responsibilities right hopefully you have got rid of all your mortgages and loans before you take the leap or you are still to get there and you take the leap which is great but please don't leave behind any mortgages because it will come back to bite you right it helps a lot if you have some source of support if the wife has a job then makes everything a little bit easier So I'll give you a simple example. Last, uh, I think Diwali we went shopping. The usual Diwali shopping for the ladies. Uh, they have the sales going on at 20 places. Done a lot of shopping, and finally, when we were there at the cashier desk, I pulled out her credit card to pay. And after seven years, her answer was, "Is this what you married me for?" <laughs> so yes, 
while while money does not make the world go round it's a very useful grease you have enough in the bank to make sure that you can survive without beg borrow steal for at least 8 to 12 months and if and always remember if you are calculating that you will spend this money in 10 months the money will go in 6 months flat always double your expenses and half your revenues and make sure that you have some backup support so that tomorrow morning things don't work out and quite often they won't none of the founders none of the successful founders that i know founded the first company and made a success out of it so usually the second or third company which makes success because you learn right till then you need to have people supporting you having their faith in you and as a family please bring them into business decisions investing selling off you know putting your money somewhere getting co-founders make sure that they are friendly with your family as well because otherwise it does not work out and make sure that your wife knows what's going on so that tomorrow morning doesn't come at a rude surprise or something right great now do you have a daily or a morning ritual that you follow can you share it with myself and our listeners okay so since i have a 2 year old daughter you really do not have scope for a doing anything at the right timing but typically what uh, people do is the morning the moment they wake up they jump into a phone you know you check your gmail your whatsapp your everything else facebook and all that a small piece of advice is when you get up in the morning keep 5 minutes of me time right do not get into a to do list the moment you wake up spend those 5 minutes quietly by yourself no matter you wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning or at 9 o'clock in the morning spend 5 minutes with yourself you can lock yourself in the bathroom to do that spend 5 minutes calm your head down and think of the bigger picture that you are here to solve right all these to do lists the whatsapp messages the facebook notifications are very small minute today's job right think of what you are here for a longer vision right some people pray some people meditate i don't know just spend 5 minutes by yourself go out walk in the lawn you know shut yourself in the bathroom take a long shower whatever it is that calms you down spend 5 minutes trying to give yourself some direction for the day more than just the to do list okay excellent advice uh, now you have three co-founders right um so can you talk a bit about them and uh, how did you find these people and what's your advice for would be founders to find co-founders do you think a co-founder is essential do you think single founders are uh, can can work uh, work out i mean single founder companies can work out what what's your advice on the co-founder front so i got a set of two brilliant co-founders and i think the success is more entirely due to them than to me vikas is somebody i studied with at b school he was working in the us and when he heard that i am leaving my job to do something he was so enthused that he actually dropped his us job and came back to india to join me in a startup that's that's a huge leap of faith <laughs> himanshu is uh, vikas's engineering batchmate he is from fms he's done his mba somewhere else so that's how we got together right and the third person is a little out of uh, the fourth co-founder is presently a little unwell but he's my engineering co-founder uh, batchmate So the reason why we all gel together is because we have seen each other for like what 10 12 years 4 years in hostels you know right from morning 6 o'clock when you go to brush your teeth till night 9 o'clock when you are sleeping or nightmares you have seen the guy you know him inside out you you pretty much are comfortable in your skin with him right so you know he won't lie you know he won't you know act funny you have the faith in him that if he is taking a decision boss he's thought something behind it yaar chalo kuch to kar hi raha hai so a it takes away the uncomfortableness of you know you are in enough mess already you are do, trying to do a startup you are fighting on the finance front you are fighting on the operations front you are fighting on the labor front you are fighting on the strategy front you are fighting with investors you are having a hard time at home because obviously you are no longer earning and all of that addition to all this you don't want a hard time with your co-founder 
right? It's always better to know somebody. And more importantly, because in case it fails, the, the typical blame game should not start, right? In case, right? You should have the maturity between yourselves to understand that, boss, you worked as a team, you failed as a team. Nobody did more or less or something like that. A. B, working alone, what you were mentioning, often has a small problem of how do you brainstorm? You, you might be extremely talented, you might be really capable of running it through, but nobody is born perfect, right? So unless you have a very strong mentor or you have a team of juniors or somebody, right? Who do you brainstorm against? How do you check your DMPs? How do you check your disaster management plan? How do you check your plan B? How do you create your plan B, right? So that helps. Okay, um, so uh, have a co-founder, that's your advice, and, and try to get somebody you know, right? Yeah, so typically have a co-founder more for the sense of, you know, bouncing your ideas off and when you are low, which you will be at some point in this journey, who's going to push you up? Yes, your wife is there as a support and you've got a family and all, but essentially they are family, right? When you are in the professional front and you are not feeling very <laughs> gung-ho right now, so who do you speak to? When you are saying that, okay, this investor was such a ass or this client is behaving really funny who do you go and you know take it off on or who comes to you for that matter right so yes it always helps to have a co-founder okay great now can you tell us something about yourself that is not commonly known why would you want me to put my secrets out in public <laughs> what is not commonly known is i'm a i'm a certified bartender i'm a vodka smirnoff certified bartender and i do pretty neat cocktails and uh, in spite of that, I am a total single malt fan. The other thing that most people uh, probably wouldn't know about me is that I sleep for like 10 hours a day, 8 to 10 hours a day. People think that, you know, if you're in a startup, you're going to spend like 18 hours working and sleep for 3 hours. Boss, it simply burns you out and you are dead before you know it. You need your rest. I need to recharge myself. <laughs> it's as simple. So most people think I'm a very hardworking guy, which sometimes I am, but I tend to sleep heavily. <laughs> so, um... You should uh, definitely. I should try your one of your cocktails and and uh, uh, maybe as a joke, uh, you know, uh, maybe you sleep for ten hours because while bartending you you, you keep sleeping. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> keep having one one drink for every drink. You serve. That that used to be when I started out. Yeah, but trust me, it's not the same. <laughs> okay, so. What's the best advice somebody has given you or alternatively best advice you have heard and you know try to f implement in your startup or in your life? Uh, professionally, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a very sane piece of advice which a lot of people will give you is do not bother about where the money will come from or how much valuation will happen. Just follow your passion boss. Take six months off, eight months off and just follow your passion. I know people who have actually started becoming a running coach after being a consultant for 12 years. One of my batchmates actually teaches people how to run for marathons and stuff, right? He just followed his passion. He never bothered about who's going to fund it and, you know, where will the money come from? What will my valuation be? And he's bloody successful today, by the way. There are people who are doing much smaller things. I know somebody who runs a chain of kid painting classes. So where he actually teaches kids and infants, it's almost like guitar classes, but at a fairly higher level, how, what is the difference between a pastel and a watercolor and an oil color, right? Some kids take to that like a duck takes to water. He's having a gala time and he's never bothered about what's happening. And I know the guy who founded Oyo, by the way, 
he never bothered about where the money will come from he started with an idea spread it to 40 hotels and today i think he has 1500 hotels if i'm not wrong or more there is somebody who founded capillary systems again that's a erp based system he did not start 10 years back thinking what will be the valuation or for that matter even flipkart here they started thinking this might solve some issue that most people are facing and that's my passion so something like a venn diagram between you know what solutions are you having and what's your passion find that middle spot it's very difficult to do that it's very very difficult to do that but you owe it to yourself take a month off what's going to lose you got a 50 year life 30 years of working life here one month is not going to kill anybody right we often think that boss i will lose the rat race big deal if you win the rat race you are just a better rat so take a month off figure out for yourself what is it that you want to do in life do you want to be known at the end of your career or end of your age as a awesome consultant maybe yes and then that's your passion so do that right or do you want to be known as somebody who's probably gone to the villages i i know somebody who spent the last 3 years of his life and this guy is a batchmate of mine teaching rural maharashtra villagers how to read and write so that they can access the government loans without going through a middleman he's he's extremely satisfied with life there's no startup there but he's exceptionally satisfied he started on one of those uh, youth leadership programs from sbi and then took this up as a challenge so plenty of ways to go about it please find your passion and please find people who will hopefully pay you for that passion that's all it takes brilliant advice sanjuman i really like it so follow your passion and uh, also try to find an intersection between your fashion a uh, passion sorry not fashion passion <laughs> passion and and your uh, and something that you can earn out of i think that is the ideal combination if you like the show do follow us on facebook and twitter The link is www.facebook.com/foundersgyan and twitter.com/foundersgyan. Both these provide you daily tips and articles as well as resources to help and inspire your startup. There are multiple tips per day. Some examples of these tips would be articles on the latest startups, growth hacking tips, how do you build team for startups, how to get funding, etc. So don't forget facebook.com/foundersgyan and twitter.com/foundersgyan now we all know that startups come with a lot of pressure so give us some tips on what we can do when things aren't going so well oh boy <laughs> i wish i knew that uh i think uh, i think most people respond to pressure in their own ways so that that's where the whole issue starts from yeah there will be pressure you don't have a job there's no regular income coming in so that's a mental pressure to start with secondly if you have a dependent family there's going to be a severe moral pressure on you right thirdly your co-founders will have their own families and while they were very you know happy go lucky jolly guys all of you sharing a bottle in college when you're out in the real world life might be a little bit different right they might be more aggressive or less or you know different aspects come out when you are under pressure you are you are falling under different aspects so you really need to be very very patient when you have a difficult situation my sincere advice is either count from 1 to 20 before responding any damn thing or saying anything at all or even better whatever you think you should be doing write it on a piece of paper immediately do, do do not mention about it to anyone you have a very bad situation the client is beating down your door the investor is unwilling to pick up your calls you you are really in a mess please write down on a piece of paper five thing that you should be doing right now put that paper in the top drawer of your study table take it out the next morning and read it and see if you want to continue that typically most of those five things are not what you want to do 
right but it puts things in perspective if if maturity is an issue second pick up some form of physical exercise whether it's swimming or running or i don't know whatever play cricket if you want to or go swimming or go for a long hike once in a while it burns your stress out and and it's it's a huge uh, buster in that sense right you takes your mind off everything else you get tired and you can sleep at peace if nothing else at the very minimum if you do a basic bit of yoga in the morning or you run in the evening it makes you feel better about life you are healthy and a healthy mind will always be in a healthy body excellent now can you tell us about one of your worst entrepreneurial moments uh, i'm sure uh, you have plenty uh, can you pick one that you thought was the worst and how did you turn it around or if you are not able to turn it around what was the lesson you learned from that experience okay this is something which uh, in different forms and ways hits most startups right so we were going through a crunch time and our investor our second seed round was going nowhere right the usual thing investors wanted a slightly higher share than what we were willing to give off and the money was not coming in in spite of you know promising tomorrow day after and it's been almost a month no money no running on the ground we were losing contracts right so there were there were people who were willing to give us a contract who were also you know acting funny and for almost a month there was zero sales for almost a month i mean that's suicide for a startup we did not earn for more than a month literally bankrupt there was no money in the bank no money to you know pay basic bills I, i we were on the verge of shutting down office and just working out of our home even in delhi a it and this was 6 months within we started we thought we had a lot of savings <laughs> so a it definitely taught us that boss please double your expected expenditure and half your expected revenue straight away if you expect to earn 100 rupees a month and spend 50 please double the 50 to 100 and half the 100 to 50 start off with be always 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 have a backup plan nobody is a sure shot perfect you will fail that's a guaranteed and the sooner you fail the better for you because you learn your lessons that much quickly we were really happy we went through that trying phase within 6 months because a we understood what it means to be on the flip side we were all you know 10 years of work ex used to really good professional lives that was completely completely a bad experience for us right and it's good it happened because now we know how to deal with these kind of situations where you have nothing coming from anywhere or rather things slipping away because each one of us has learned his own personal lesson that time we figured out where we lose on the investor should i personally have chased him up a lot more maybe that was not the right investor for us which we figured out later about the contracts should we have gotten something in hand in writing we did we depend too much on a personal tip so you start learning these lessons and lessons are always personal but the sooner you fail and you are bound to fail there's no no stopping that at all you are bound to fail multiple times the sooner you fail and the sooner you get up from that failure the better you are uh, great so uh, we were just talking before the recording and i think the same thing comes to my mind you know the master has failed more times than the uh, the amateur has even tried and and of course uh, you know if you if you're not failing then you're not trying anything anything new so Uh, i think that's great so let's retouch on mercado for a bit uh, what's the future that you envision for your company so when we started this our vision was to create the cfa equivalent in marketing Now that's a huge vision but that's the vision and we still stick to it so we got a tie up with 25 colleges and our ticket sizes are pretty reasonable 
we aim to have at least a thousand students this year which is a pretty stiff target but yes i think the market is there as i said we are we seem to be solving a genuine problem and there are enough people interested in it who are willing to pay for it so yes there is a market and we aim to get there so that's uh, in the short term in the long term this will be something which will become as good on your cv as having a pmp or a cfa excellent now can you recommend any books or resources for our budding entrepreneurs i could immediately off the top of my mind think of uh, two books one which uh, one is called the one minute manager right it's by ken and uh, it's it's a very very small book it's a very thin book probably 15 20 pages nothing much of you know reading through it's not like some grand pothi but it brings about three lessons to be really really successful you need to start the first thing is time management if you cannot manage time you cannot do anything in life so the first thing is how to be good at managing your own time making those to do lists and making sure you follow them what do you do in one minute second is how do you handle your people your team in one minute praising and reprimanding both not more than a minute some people get into the mode of you know every day morning okay go for it go for it go for it keep pushing keep pushing doesn't work here. after a certain level you will just push them to the wall so that's what i did with my team now this is at a very very operational level at a very gyan level and a lot of people will start laughing at this i do believe that there is a, a lot of sense in what the bhagavad gita says right and especially that one line you know do your duty whatever else will happen will happen it's beyond you right so follow your passion the monetizing the valuations the the bad clients the good clients the growth phase all of that will happen as long as you are seriously passionate about it and and don't be bogged down by saying that you know a tiny owl failed or you know maybe some other company shut down or somebody I'd, they might have been passionate but the ingredient to passion is that you need to be practical right so just being somebody else's copy doesn't work it's got to be your passion so saying that you know my passion is becoming the next uber doesn't help so figure your passion out every guy is an individual has something within him so figure it out i don't know it could be music it could be arts it could be you know politics it could be xyz whatever and figure out how to use that passion to solve the common man's problem okay excellent uh, we will link those on the show notes the the, the books and um, uh, i just have a couple of more questions um, so macadio is about 10 months old about about a year about a year now okay would you do anything different if you had to start this today no not really i don't think i have learned enough lessons in one year's time yeah what maybe and and this is uh, something you will hear from a lot of investors saying is that do a lot more customer research do a lot more marketing research boss if you were to sit down and do research you can do it for the rest of your life i think you need to jump in it's like you know you start swimming and you learn you start swimming in a swimming pool and then you go swim in a river or a canal and then you learn so there there's no going back or a cycling right there's no going back and figuring out what you would have done better if in the in the in the thing of hindsight everything could have been done better but when you are there on the ground taking decisions running you really do not have the luxury of hindsight so yeah i i don't think i would have done things very differently from what we are we would have made those mistakes we would have learned from those mistakes how can our listeners get in touch with you are you active on facebook linkedin twitter do you have a blog what's the best way to reach out uh, the best way is get on to facebook marcadio education and sign up for my course and you get in touch with me straight away 
no but uh, jokes apart uh, mercadio education is uh, where we are on facebook on linkedin i am available anshuman mishra slash 1979 is i think the public profile uh, i am available on facebook as well and uh, we do we have a blog but it's not like written by us it's written by industry experts if you go to the website mercadioedu.com or .org remember it's not mercadio.org it's mercadioedu m e r c a d o e d u .org or .com .in everything then that's where you see the blog the videos the webinars and all of that right at the top we have a connect with us uh, cell number and uh, info email id whatsapp id and all of that uh, links to our whatsapp youtube facebook so just get on to our website you are there great uh, so i just have one final question uh, but before i get on to that i just want to take the time to acknowledge and thank you for sharing your knowledge to myself and our listeners i'm also very grateful for the value you are adding into this uh, world by means of your startup and uh, good luck with uh, uh, with your uh, venture so with that we'll move on to the final question so if there is one gyan that you could only one gyan that you could give our would be founders what would that be? Uh, i think i know the answer it's going to be follow your passion uh yeah yeah it would, it would more or less be follow your passion see i think the one gyan if somebody could give you in life okay forget about startups or anything else would be be true to yourself right you can you might believe that you know okay if i join consulting or if i join an i banking or you know i'm going to earn a lot if i join facebook or i should join uh, xyz or you know because everybody is starting up i should start up or but none of that makes sense be true to yourself please find out a what what are you good at obviously you might be really good at something which somebody else is doing makes no sense right and b please find out what do you like doing what are you passionate about until and unless you answer these two questions and you follow these two from the inside of your heart you will never be okay you might be successful monetarily but you will never be happy you will never have done it you know you will never have that feeling of okay this is me right if if it means that you know your your passion is to solve clients problems please be a consultant which is what i did very passionately for 8 years and i was very happy with doing that right when i left that i had to really really you know break my heart and leave that job that is what it should be for you also you should not take up a you know an i banking job or a analyst at a world bank or whatever xyz you do just because you know everybody else is doing it this is the thing to do because there is no such thing called the thing to do everything has its own importance find out what is important for you in the long run not tomorrow not cv point not you know this is what i show off with what's important to you inside that's what makes the difference excellent uh, thank you so much anshuman for your time and it was a real pleasure chatting with you and wish you continued success in your venture thank you thank you so much and hopefully people would have whoever the listeners are will have you know have the patience to listen to all this and while most of this will sound repetitive i'm sure most of the people that you meet say this i think that that's the whole fun of uh, or rather the whole uh, you know uplifting factor of actually being a startup guy is that you really don't have to conform to people's expectations you don't have to conform to you know what your boss expects from you or what uh, you know xyz expects from you we have all been through that we went to college because people wanted us to we went to after college we took up a certain job because people wanted us to because that was the hot happening thing on campus i did something xyz because my girlfriend wanted me to i then did some other xyz because my father wanted me to oh boy the sooner you start doing what you want to do the sooner you start actually enjoying life i've had a fairly successful career i'm sure you met ganesh before this right he was he was my poster boy for 
all my life. He is my schoolmate. So he's literally been my poster boy. And I'm, I'm sure people have come up to me and said, you have been my poster boy. But while we have been successful doing what we did, we went on doing what people wanted us to do. Right? And while there is an age, of course, where you have to do that, when you're out of college, as long as you do not have some severe family responsibilities, please do what you want to do. And that is what you will make the difference end of the day. It might be a slower, you know, harder path, but that's the path which will actually get you there. There you have it, folks. Another inspiring story of a startup and the founder behind the same. Don't forget to check out our show notes over at foundersgyan.com slash ep36 for details of what we discussed on the show. Do share it with your friends and subscribe to our show. I'll see you all next week with yet another startup and its founder. Till then, you know what the show was meant to do. I hope you got inspired and do take action on your own startup today. Good luck on your startup adventure and I'll see you next week. Thanks again for tuning in.